Podcast episode 83. I'm your co host, Joe Lindholm, along with Jason Shirley. Jason, tell him what time it is. Stop! <laughs> He's already dead. <laughs> it is fucking embarrassing! <laughs> All true. All of it. All of it true. All of it. Uh, welcome in to horrible, angry, garbage, hot garbage. Um, I, put on fa- I put on Facebook before we started that if you want to hear a Bears fan come unhinged, I'm your guy. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, Crapitals just scored, by the way, 2-1. Um, oh. Yeah, awesome. So things are looking good for um, the Hawks. The only place for me to start um, so they had two weeks, mm-hmm. right? They had a week off. Yeah. And uh, guess how many times they ran the football today, Jay? With an injured quarterback. Um, Keep that in mind. With an injured quarterback. I'm going to guess five times with multiple running backs. Seven times. Seven. Seven. Okay. Tariq Cohen, three carries, 10 yards. David Montgomery, Mm -hmm. two carries, six yards. Cordero Patterson, one carry for two yards. And uh, Anthony Miller on on an end around. Yeah. One carry, Smartest minus guy in the one room. yards. Uh, seven carries. Yeah. Now, I'm not even going to say to be fair, because there isn't no to be fair in this situation. None. If you're going to go out there and run the fucking ball seven fucking times with an injured fucking quarterback. Dick nuts! I, I, what do you say to that? Yeah. Mitch is hurt. He's not healthy. So not only did you run the ball seven times, you made Mitch throw the ball. Ready for this one, Jay? It's a big I'm going to say 55 times. 54. Ah. Now, that most of that was in the last four minutes of the game. Yeah. Because um, when you go three and out. Several times. Yeah. You had third and two, at least twice that I knew of, one of which you had tree cone in the backfield, which means pass. Right. And you had an empty backfield. Um, yeah. Third and two. Yep. Third. And let me just repeat that again for everybody out there here listening. Third yeah. and two. Okay. Third and two. Here's the ball. Here's the drive charts, right, for the, for the Bears. Mm-hmm. First drive, three plays, seven yards gained. Punt. That was the block punt Blocks and the safety. Punt. Safety. By the way, kudos, kudos to from Pat. The jump. Kudos to Pat O'Donnell. He took the penalty for not giving ex- up a touchdown. He did exactly, exactly. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. Push the ball at the back. If you get a penalty, who the fuck cares? Yep. So kudos to Pat O'Donnell. The one thing that went right today <laughs> was that. Yeah. Five plays, sixteen yards. 
right? Mm-hmm. Then two plays, three yards. You had one play, one drive, a low of eleven yards for or eleven plays for thirty nine yards that resulted in that field goal. Mm-hmm. Three eight, three three, three five, one four, three minus two, three two, eight thirty five, ten seventy five, nine fifty seven. Now those were all in the fourth quarter. The last three. Yeah, they didn't matter. You went. I'm sitting six, there doing the math in my head, Joe. Going, six okay. straight drives. Yeah, six straight three and outs. Yeah. Six straight. Mm-hmm. Kickoff, missed field goal, punt, kickoff, missed field goal, kickoff. And you give up 36 points to a team with a backup quarterback missing Alvin Kamara and their starting Jared Cook. tight end. Time of possession for the game, the Saints, 37 26. And they had 29, roughly, at the start of the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. They already had a game's worth of time of possession before the fourth quarter even started. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, what, do you, what do you say to that other than they absolutely, completely shit the bed? Like, what, what, there's, yeah, there's, what answers there's, are there to find? There what, aren't. What silver lining is there in this shitstorm? The there's saddest none. thing there's is... None. The, the one thing I grasp at is in garbage time when they were moving the football and, right. you know, they scored and yay, whatever. Hey, look, we got an offensive touchdown. Right. Um, the Saints were still blitzing up 37 yeah. or 36 to 10. Yes. Yeah. They were why, still bringing the house. Why wouldn't you? I don't know. Because you're up 36 to 10. And here's my question. And there's two minutes left. I have another question to be begged. All right. When you're down, what was the score? 36 at that point. Mm-hmm. Why is Mitch even in the game? Yeah, I guess that's true, too. You have an injured quarterback. Yeah, why that is, is absolutely why true. Is Unless you're game? trying to get him some kind of confidence because he's got nothing. Well, I mean, those throws, how many throws today did you see go to no one? Many. Yeah. Many. And, I mean, it. you can say, okay, well, the guy cut his route short or this happened or this happened. No. There was a guy there. He was open, and you floated it. Correct. It was or, gone. Or you threw or it. Or you turfed it. Right. 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 It just. It... So there were 54 attempts by Trubisky, right, today? Jesus. 28 of those attempts were either to uh, Allen Robinson or Tariq Cohen. Wow. 16 targets for Allen Robinson, 12 to Tariq Cohen. And then Miller, toward the end of the game, what did he get, like six targets, and he caught four of them? Yeah, nine for five. Nine targets, nine five catches. Five. All right. Um, like, I literally don't know. Like, <laughs> you, you know, the solace coming out of the, uh, the London game right. was – and this was on sports radio all week yeah. and it was cap. It was everybody saying, you right. know, this stinks, but you could be Atlanta or you could be the Rams or you could be, you know, some other team that thought they were going to be good. That's sure. absolute horseshit. Right. Well, that's us now. There's no more. Yeah. You could be because we are, you know, and, and on the way home hub, I don't know if he's, he was goading the listeners to call him and be angry. 
which mm-hmm. distinctly could Probably. be a thing. That's a thing. But he said, well, last year they were three and three. Oh, yeah. No. I'm not buying that. Neither am I. Nope. You know, Absolutely not. I didn't think that team could win out either, but I know this team can. This team cannot. They Absolutely. cannot. Because this team will be lucky to go 500. And this all, all of it falls to Matt Nagy. All of it. Yeah. Because you have three running backs now. You have you have you have Montgomery. You have three Cohen. Yeah. Right. You have Mike Jones. Right. No, no, not Mike. Mike Davis. Mike Jones. Well, is do you? Mike Jones. He, apparently, you don't. The. I mean, is he hurt? Is he just bad? He, he didn't have a care. I don't know. But when you I run mean, the ball, when you run what, the ball, in he the was end, was he scratched today? Uh let me look. I don't uh, believe he was, but let me double check. Okay. Because uh, Shelly Shelly Woods, Pierre Lewis, Bars, Harris, Soul, and Ridley—those are your scratches. So he was, he was dressed, huh? And is Ridley like really dead. hurt? And apparently, or, dead. Yeah, he's got a groin. Apparently, that looks like another horrible pick. Kevin White Part Two. Oh, jeez. And um, yeah, when you run the ball seven times, I don't know what universe Matt Nagy lives on. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's some faraway, distant planet with far more intelligent life than we have. And maybe this all makes sense on that planet. But on this planet, in the NFL, you cannot run the ball seven times and expect to win. That's it. He um, period. Uh, I'll tell you who will disagree with you. Yeah, and that's one, Mister Olin Krutz. That's fine. Who, he can disagree with me all he likes. <laughs> I have the I have the data to back me up. No, I no, I understand. He has the meatball but to back his, him up. His but I beef, have the numbers. His beef is that um, Nagy is talking about. Oh, we've got to fix the run game because he goes. You didn't come to Chicago with the idea to run. Everybody from the tree that you came from While I agree with is that. doing this spread offense. I agree with that. Yeah. So he's like, it's not the run that needs fixing, buddy. It's everything that you've got going on. I semi-disagree. Really? Every, you look at the show. No, 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 Everything in the offense. Right. I mean, I mean, if your name isn't Allen Robinson, no, right. you're, yes. you're stealing no, checks. I, I agree with all that. That part okay. I agree with. But I'm talking about the don't having to run the football. Oh yeah. That's garbage. That's gar- well, it's complete I, garbage. I'm not, not, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that that was really what his point right. was. His point right. appeared to be right. you're pointing at that, although that's not who you are. Right. Right. You get, but you have to, at the very least keep the defense honest. Oh yeah. You run the ball seven times in 60 minutes of football. Yeah. Seven? I and again, I'm I, I'm gonna keep saying this every week. As long as Cordell Patterson remains a viable part of your offense, you're not gonna win anything. And not only that, but like that guy is look, supposed to be a luxury. He is supposed to be the cherry on top. He's not right. supposed to be anything look that means something to your offense. Right. Do you have Walter Payton on your team? No, no you, you do don't. not. Do you have Matt Forte on your team? You don't. You don't unfortunately. Do you you thought Neil, you might have. Do you have Neil Anderson on your team? No. You have none of those three guys. No, you don't even have a Thomas Jones. Which on your means team. exactly, which means you have to throw the football. I'm not 
debating that. Right. The way it's set up, you have to throw the football most of the time. But you cannot, in this league, run the ball seven times and win. That doesn't happen. No. No. That does not happen. You cannot throw the ball 54 times. I've brought up the data before. The winning percentage oh, yeah. of, of, of quarterbacks that throw the ball over 45 times is like 30%, yeah. maybe yeah. even less. It's got to be less. And then you're going to sit there and tell me, and, and, and sports radio is going to say, it was Mitch's fault, or it was you know Allen Robinson's fault, or the defense's fault. Are you fucking kidding me with any of that? No. You handicap your football team by running the ball seven times. Period, and then end when of you do story, exclamation ball, mark. When you do decide to run the ball, it's so obvious that that's what's coming. It doesn't matter. You can stack the box. And again, it was they had third and short twice that I remember. Mm-hmm. One of those tree cones in the backfield, guess what? That's not a run. Third and two, he's not running the football. Yeah. That's you not know what, a thing. On second and one, I really thought Patterson was getting the football. Now, second and, second no. and, second and one's a passing down. I know, but I'll I give still thought... I still thought. But it's third and two. You have one play that's an empty backfield and then one with Tariq Cohen in the backfield, which might as well be an empty backfield. Sure. Seven fucking rushes in a 60-minute football game. And I'm not saying this to be meatball or Bears fan. I I will bring up the data and prove to the entire league and every listener that's listening to this right now, you cannot run the ball seven times in this fucking league and win. That doesn't fucking happen. It is a fucking oasis. Not uh, you know, not the Gallagher brothers, but right. No, I got it. It's a complete mirage. It is. You have to run the football in this league to win. The Saints ran the ball thirty-five times. Now, granted, they were killing the clock for a good chunk of that. Fair enough. Thirty-five rushes for the Saints today without Alvin Kamara, yeah. and you're going to run the ball seven fucking times. And Mitch didn't even run the football because he's injured. Yeah, you his his one of his assets is that he can run the football, and you he doesn't have he can't with his shoulder that no. way. And I I'll say it again, at the end of the game, why was he in the game? If you're getting blown up by twenty plus points, why is he in the game? That's dumb. You're just yeah, jeopardizing. I, I, I brought this up earlier that I was doing the math in my head. I'm like, okay, you come down here, you get eight. You get the onside kick. You come down, you get another eight. You're still two scores yes. down. Yes. Why, why is he in the game? No. Why is Trubisky even in the game? Yeah. And for Matt, there better not be a single host of any football talk in the next three, four days that lets Matt Nagy off the hook. This is all on him. You can yeah. blame the defense. Yeah, they give a bunch of points. Yeah, they were on the field 37 no. fucking minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, the the one touchdown that they got, the Patterson run back. Yeah. It's like the fucking defense is like, really? Great. We just got off the field. And right they got to go right on. back on it. Right. I mean, uh, and we're glad they scored. I and don't then wanna... six, three and outs. Six of them, including four straight. Yeah. And this is somehow the defense's fault or, you know, it's to a certain extent, even Mitch's fault. Mitch well, does what he, you tell him to do. Yeah, he's but, not. He's not going to go out there and be like Aaron Rodgers and make his own shit up. No, if you give him this to play, make the throws he's supposed to make, I agree with you. But to I mean, make him throw I, the ball, 54 I don't want to come on here. Just, oh. 
and bury that kid. I've I've always tried to be positive it's, about him. The coach, the coach absolutely hates him. He thinks he's a loser and he thinks he's a bum. Seems like it. And he he doesn't see anything, you know, good for him going and forward. I, I, and I, I can't, I, I can't. I haven't seen anything this year to build on. I can't in good conscience necessarily bury him because he does what he's told to do. And yes, he still has to make the throws. But when you have 54 and 7, 61, 61 plays, and you do not play to his strengths, and you make him throw the ball 54 times out of 61 plays, <laughs> like... And 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 in the in the post game press conference and in tomorrow's press conference, Nagy's going to come off and say, "Well, you know, yeah, we know we need to run the football more." Really? Do you really know? Because if you knew, you would have run the ball more today. That line is garbage. And you have to give him a chance to win. Him throwing the ball, any quarterback throwing the ball fifty four times, is not putting your team in the best position to win a football game. Unless this is one hundred percent. On Matt Nagy. Yeah. Nobody better let off him in any press conference, in any interview, in anything. This is all on Matt Nagy. He is the one that calls the fucking place. He is the one that puts this thing together. It is his fault. You can blame Mitch. You can blame the defense. You can blame whatever the fuck you want. The bottom line is this is all Matt Nagy. 100%. And nobody, and I mean nobody, I don't care how Bears apologist you are on the radio, better let him off the hook for this bullshit. Not one. And next week, you got Philip Rivers coming to town, and nothing would make me happier than to see him on the ground in a convulsion, but that's not going to happen. If you make Mitch throw the ball 54 times and you run it seven, Philip Rivers is going to carve you up. Yeah. As much as I hate him, as much as I think he's a complete jag, the guy can throw the football. Yeah, the guy can play. Like, do not underestimate my hatred for him in confusion of his talent. He can throw. He's going to carve up the Bears left and fucking right. And if we can't get to him, if you're out there 37 minutes, you're never getting to him. Yeah. Part of beating the other team is keeping their quarterback off the field. That's it. You're not good enough to keep their quarterback on the field for 37 minutes. You will lose every single game. Every one. I'm fired up. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm sitting here like literally shaking almost. Like the uh I'm so The only time I heard pissed. Leonard Floyd's name today was at the end when uh ooh, my arm. He almost had a pick. He was that no. that close early in the no. game. No. Um he did. He's a bum. Let me find some something to, else to talk about. Dan Trevathan had 10 tackles. You're leading tackler. Clomac had eight. Roquan, six. Um, that's about the only bright anything from this game. Um, and I've, I, I said it earlier. I'm going to say it again. Everyone on the score and everybody on ESPN 1000 better not let Matt Nagy off the hook. Because you can sit there and blame Mitch all you want. You can sit there and blame the defense all you want. It's Matt Nagy's inability to offensively game plan a game and call an offensive game. That is the problem. And until he figures it out, 
This team's going nowhere. Nowhere. I don't care how good your defense is. If they're on the field for 37 minutes at a crack, there's no shot. None. Zero. So when does the uh, Marcus Mariota trade talk start? <laughs> it already started, didn't it? Who said it? It wasn't It wasn't Kaplan because he's out. He's got the shingles. He does have the shingles. And I've, I saw my mom go through that. Dude. I don't wish it on anybody, bro. Oh, your worst <laughs> it is, enemy. It is that fucking is brutal. fucking worst. It is fucking brutal. It's terrible. Yeah. And the most unfair thing with shingles is once you get them, you're more susceptible to get them. Yeah, it's all about the chicken pox, right? Yeah. It's the same virus, right? Mm-hmm. And I, knock on wood, I don't want to knock too loud, but knock, knock. I haven't, I've never had the chicken pox. So if I ever get it, it's going to be like full-blown <laughs> awful. Brutal. If I ever get them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is there anything you want to add to that? Uh, the Bears talk because I'm about tapped. You're about over. Yeah, I'm about over it. I got it off my chest. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's look around the leg. Yes, um, please do. I, I thought Oakland would uh, have a better showing today against uh, the Chiefs. Had that uh, negatory. Uh, Aaron Rodgers win. You're not good. That's a Texas size ten four. Is what that is. Yeah. Uh, the Viking. I like I apparently everybody else in America thought, oh, the Lions got screwed against the Packers. They look great. They're on an upward trajectory. They're coming home. They're mm. gonna no, no they're Lions, gonna lose badly. Lions just keep shooting themselves in the foot. I, yes. I watched most of that game. Well, second half of the game anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, Lions just they got it close and then just kept shooting themselves in the foot. They just could not get over the hump. No. Uh the Jags uh, dispatched with bums as you as you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's right. Bengals twenty seven seventeen. I mean, I, um, as bad as the Bears are, you could be the Bengals. <laughs> they're so bad, dude. They're oh, they're atrocious. There is that. Um, the fish again. They, they they were leading actually for a while today, and I thought they must have mathematically figured out that they've won the two of all, and nobody else has a shot but no they no. end up losing again no. to uh the buffalo bill and the redskins went, hold, redskins went hold my beer yes That's they right. did they said hey watch this uh watch how the ram <laughs> destroys the falcon and it looks like Matty ice is done for the year um i didn't hear uh anything definitive i know he limped off the field yeah it was an ankle injury but if you're him do you want to come back into this no at like one in six or no, no. whatever they are no. Uh, ba, ba, ba. The aforementioned Charger that are coming to town um, <laughs> were yeah. beaten by the mighty Ryan Tannehill. They were. In Tennessee well, with a benched Marcus means, Mariota. Means the Titans head coach was right. It right? does. I mean, I, I, guess? I can look up Tannehill's Question stats mark? real quick, but I, man. Oh, boy. Let's take a look. Oh, boy. Uh, um, the Raven. Go into uh, Seattle and uh, yeah. make a statement. Yeah, they played great. Yeah, right. beating the Seahawks thirty to sixteen. Um, um, world beater Russ MVP not looking that <laughs> grand today. Uh, Mr. Tannehill, fact, I think he threw a pick six. Mr. Tannehill stats twenty three of twenty nine, three twelve, two touchdowns, one pick, passer rating of one twenty. One twenty. I'll 120. take it. Twenty. 
Mitch is probably where? 62? Oh, if there was only a Withers. Uh, his pass. No, he might be higher than that since he got was, the cut at the end. It was 86. Yeah, two garbage yeah. touchdowns. It was 86. Um, I like the Osher swing. I mean, there is a computation for it. Figure out what it was before they got the ball back with like four minutes left in the fourth. Yeah, I want to say it was like 69. It was really low. Yeah. Yeah. And Bridgewater was like 86 at that point. And I was like, my God, Teddy Bridgewater is 20 points I know. better than our franchise quarterback. I know. Uh, the Chefs took care of business with Denver on uh, earlier this week. Yep. Um, San Francisco limps to 6-0, six six and and winning 9 nothing over the Red It was, skin. to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. It was really rainy. It was pouring rain there, apparently. Yeah, I, I saw them. They were, they were flying. I mean, the skin, the sliding are, all over the field. I mean, the skins are terrible. They probably would have lost anyway, but. True. But the conditions uh, were not in anybody's favor. That was a slobber knocker of a, of a match. Houston beating the Chiefs did nothing for them today against uh, the Colt. They lose 30 to 23. They do. And uh, Arizona. Getting it done. Ekes one out against the Giants in in New Jersey. But Um, they have a sports book in the stadium. Just, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Outstanding. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. Before we uh, get to this last game that I'm going to mention, do you want to give our. uh, our rundown for picks this week? Oh, uh, sure. After being in do King of the to? Mountain last week, do I, I, do I uh, I'm to? looking up. Do I have to do? I'm looking I up I at everybody. All right, so um, Jason's picks were uh, Penn State minus nine. Uh, loss. They won loss. by seven. He had the Husky, not the NAU Husky, but the Washington Husky plus three. Uh, loss. Loss. Uh, he had Arizona State plus 14. Loss. Loss. Uh, had Oklahoma State minus three and a half. Los. Los. His only college win, SMU minus seven and a half. Yeah, man. Win. Yeah. Uh, you and the coach basically have the same, exact same picks, I just noticed right now. Uh, so he was also one and four. Yeah, but he looks a lot better in the NFL than I did uh, this week. Yeah, we'll get to the NFL in a minute. Uh, <laughs> uh, I had Penn State minus nine, Los. I had Oregon minus three, win. I had Utah at home minus 14 win. And then I had Oklahoma State minus three and a half Laos and Temple plus seven and a half. I was hoping for the chair to help me out there. It did not. I got a chair shot. Uh, Laos. NFL, Jay. Um, you may want to take your headphones off for this one. Right. <laughs> uh, Detroit plus one and a half Laos. Uh, Oakland plus six. Dude, this is pretty up right here. Amen. Uh, Oakland plus six Laos. Bears minus three Laos. Uh, Seahawks minus three and a half loss. Oh, and four for Jay. But you have Dallas tonight. Respect my authority. That's right. The coach, though, big NFL pick this week. Um, he had Minnesota minus one and a half win. Green Bay minus six win. Saint plus three win. But he had the Seahawk minus three and a half loss. And he's got the Eaglo tonight plus three. Yeah, man. And right now, uh, America's team's up 14 nothing in the there, first quarter. There you go. That might that might get the kid two wins this oh, week. Look at you. Uh, and then I had the Lion plus one and a half. Figured at home they would show up. Uh, they did not. Yeah. Los. Uh, Green Bay minus six. Win. And then I had the Bears and the Seahawks both losses. And I got the Eaglo tonight. So your winner with 
four wins <laughs> we got 10 games so far nine games Ooh. so far is the coach hey don't quit your day job <laughs> all right? right that's right uh so as we alluded to the bears next week have the charger at home the first of three straight nooners which i'm very happy with yeah you know though getting to game what is it seven or eight mm-hmm. and it's our first nooner yeah boo i know yeah, first Sunday nooner, because the Ugh. the Raiders game, while technically a nooner here, was a yeah. seven p.m. start in London. So, Man. yeah, I agree with all that. But uh, so World Series, oh, it's, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Astros dance. You're the one. <laughs> I am the one. Uh, East Coast, West Coast, nobody zero cares. F's. That's right. They don't care. But I do. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Right? I, are you kidding me? Uh, the Scherzer, pitching, Cole, that's going to be outstanding. The pitching matchups are going to be great. Um, yeah. Game one starts, alone. Uh, starts Tuesday night. Um, God, I, you know what? I've I'm so, been so entrenched with uh, stuff yesterday and football today that I don't even know who's got home field in this thing. Let me look. Houston. Houston has game. Of course, I should yeah, know that. Absolutely. With the Nationals being a wild card team. Yeah, I should know that. Anyway, sure. Uh, so the Blastros, 7.08 uh, Tuesday. For some reason, 7.07 on Wednesday. Hmm. Go hmm. figure. Game three, this is going to be interesting. So here's where things get sorted. Game three yeah. is at 7.07 on Friday on Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smackdown is supposed to be on Fox. Oh, they go to FS1. The this old week. FS1 this week for SmackDown. Yeah, I saw that. Um, and I'm, we're not going to talk wrestling today. That's not yeah, gonna, that's not going to be a thing. Yeah, don't don't cut us out there, Coach. Sorry, don't yeah don't don't hit pause or shit. Yeah. We're not talking about wrestling. Yeah, just nope. d- 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 yep. Dip, dip, dip. Dip, dip. There may be a whole other thing coming up that we talk about. Oh wrestling. yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute, or maybe we t- maybe next week. Not this week. As we build the network. Correct. There may or may not already be a website URL picked and the name of a podcast picked. It's, wow. We'll talk about that next week. You digress. I do digress. But we're not going to talk about wrestling this week. Um, yeah, so baseball, we got we got the bowl starting soon. Yes. Which I'm not sure if that's good or a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. It, um, it'll Hawks, be fun for the first couple of weeks just to kind of figure out what they are, right? The, yeah. I mean, they're, they're kind of like the White Sox the last few years, right? Like they're a 40-win team, 42-win team. Is that enough to get them in the playoffs? In the Eastern Conference? It could be. Maybe. You go on a you little bit of- You might be the seventh team. You go on a little bit of a win streak. It might be more than that. Right. Who knows? Um, Hawks are 2-2-1 two, two, and one coming into to tonight's game because they had a week off. And they, now they're down they played to the, the one, Capitals. They played the one game in the Czech Republic at Prague. Mm. Uh, through two here at the United Center, two one Capitals. So okay, hey, who's have, in goal for the Hawks? Uh, that's a great question. Tonight, I believe it's Corey Crawford. I believe I saw really. 50. Yeah, I believe I saw fifty in goal. Okay. Not Robin. Not Robin Leonard. The yeah, problem with Crawford. No, he. Uh, he. Uh, I think on talent. Well for them. I think on talent, Crawford's probably better. Okay, but in terms of not being concussed, yeah, uh, Robin Leonard has the uh, has the advantage. Okay. There. So uh, tonight is Yay, also um, top, top Hawk prospect Kirby Doc is today's his first game today. And he, took the opening, and he took the opening face off. Wow. Look at that. So 
Look at that. He played in Rockford. He was actually probably would have started with the with the team, but he had an injury. Um, he played in Rockford uh, to start things off, but uh, the old ice hags. That's right. But oh, geez, Ooh, he got high sticked. That's bleeding. That's a four minute. Oh yeah, he's he's gushing. No. Ooh. Yeah, he, was, he got hooked in the face, basically. Mm. He wears the uh, shield. I think you're mandated. You have to wear the shield if you're a certain age or below. Okay. Um, I believe he's a grandfathered in. Like people who didn't wear a shield before didn't have to wear one, but I think after a certain point you have to wear it. Like you don't have a choice. Right. Like um, back in the old days when you didn't have to wear a helmet if yeah. you were grandfathered in. Exactly the same thing, yeah. Like for wow. a long time, like Doug Wilson, for example, for the Hawks, never wore a helmet. He's a defenseman. Like <laughs> <laughs> Dude, really? Well, you're a hard ass. Um, I want to talk a little hey, bit. Hey, let's. Yeah, I, go I was going to say uh, World Series again. Mm-hmm. The the one thing I was thinking about driving along was they really are both teams of teams, right? Yes. There's. I, I mean, the Astros have more superstars with yeah. Altuve and and Korea and Springer. Korea, and, yeah, yeah. But there's no like you can't point to like three guys that are like the face of the for the franchise, right? I mean, right. So I mean, it's it's again, it's built on pitching and it's built on good defense and it's yeah. built on average and limited power. I mean, with the Nash with with the Nationals, it's uh you know Adam Eaton is the. No, I'm, I'm just sorry? kidding. It's not Adam Eaton. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. Just want to make sure you're paying attention out there. Dick nuts. Uh, it's Anthony Rendon. Is your guy out there? Yes, and he's going to look good in the Sox uniform next year. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah, you've already put him in on the oh, south sure. side. Yeah, why not? Let's let's think big. Everybody's saying that the Sox are going to sign Garrett Cole. Yeah, it's not happening. Jerry doesn't no. do that. That's not Jerry's thing. No, as much as I would love, for, he never pays for pitching. Never. He's not going to pay 120 million for four years to a pitcher. That's not no. happening. I mean, no, he's going to he's going to point at Alex Fernandez. Correct. He's going to point at James Baldwin. Look, he's going to point at James Shields. I mean, I traded away Alex Fernandez because uh, I mean he was a free agent, but I got rid of him because uh, you know I didn't want to go sign him. And then he goes down there and throws for like half a season, blows up or up. I mean, you know, so I'm right on everything. Yeah. So there you go. That's nonsense. I know. I know. Hey, did, not you, sign uh, call, so. did you hear about that kid um, talking out of school? school and i can't remember what team he's from um saying that jerry pulled him aside and told him the best thing you can ever do is finish i did i did hear that yeah i did hear that that's ridiculous um i don't believe he would i don't think he i I don't think he thinks that way i can't believe he thinks that way either I mean, this guy, I can hear this him guy saying won, that about the NBA. He won six NBA titles. Like, like yeah, but he I, he doesn't care. He would trade them all for one base. And he did. I mean, they and won. He, yeah. I mean, at this point, it's you can say that when you have maybe already won a World Series. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not going to say he didn't say it. I'm just going to say that he shouldn't have said it. Put it that way. If he did, he shouldn't have. But I can't yeah. believe that he well, would. And, and again, this fucking ass hat right. out there throwing around. Exactly. You're obviously a bum if you've got to go on some you, like podcast and you, share that information. You are a bum. Um, a couple more things here. Uh, yeah. So our guy Jason Isbell, yeah, uh, re-released um, two of his albums that were on New West Records. I think he bought the masters and had them remixed by Dave Cobb, Grammy Award-winning, and the self-titled. 
Yep. Gibson is bone the 400 unit. Um, I listened to the self-titled one first. I haven't downloaded here. Here we here we rest yet. Way different, <laughs> like way different. If you haven't downloaded them, uh, they're re- they are genuinely different. So like they're not just like remixed. Do you think he re-recorded them? They are. That's what I thought, um, but I don't think that's the case. Okay. I think he. I think they were just remixed by Dave Cobb and. For example, on the self-titled album, on his vocals, there was hardly any reverb at all. Oh, right. And now there's reverb there all of a sudden. And things are mixed a little different, and <clears throat> I liked it. I mean, I'm not crapping on it because it's different. I think I, I like the way it was remixed. So I'm going to yeah. download Here We Rest and listen to that on the way to work tomorrow, and we'll see how that sounds. But, all right. Um, I mean, Looking I really like those, those albums a lot as Me they too. were. Me too. So it's yeah. going to be like, hmm. And then I listened to um, the old Abbey Road yeah. yesterday. Very good. Excellent job by Gills Martin. Giles Martin. Yeah, or Giles or Gills or Steve or whatever you want to call it. Very, very good. Well well done. Sounded great. Mixed great. It really wasn't, didn't sound all that different to me. Like It wasn't like, okay. when you hear the self-titled Isabel, you're like, oh shit, that's way different. Okay. But you didn't hear it. It wasn't that different than the original. Like it wasn't like markedly like you could tell some things were cleaned up maybe a little bit, but it wasn't obvious like the Isbel stuff is. Um, Well, yeah. I mean, you got my two second review about how much I love the original albums. Right. Imagine, you know, 50 million Beatles fans saying, that's not how it's supposed to sound. That's not how George played it. Right. Exactly. So, uh, but it, it rest assured Beatles fans, it sounds, um, just by memory, it sounds a little bit thicker. It sounds, um, you can hear the individual instruments a little bit better. Um, okay. but the overall feel of it and the overall sound of it isn't that drastic. Not something that you would go, Oh my God, this is so different. It's bad. It's, I'm not listening to it. You know, it's right. nothing like that. It's subtle, put it that way. It's subtle. Well, anything that he's touched for them, I've always appreciated the fact that it was actually them playing it. There's like nothing else added. Right. You know, it's so it was something that they had recorded themselves and then it's just kind of a remix job. Right. Right. Uh, Anything online, Jay, that you're uh, into? Um, uh, What was I going to say? I, um, I definitely no, have. I, no. <laughs> I was going to say I got to play radio uh, this week. Oh, did you? Nice. Yeah, and that was fun for Great. for a little bit, and Great. then I uh, get to do it again next Saturday. Oh, nice. But what I was going to mention about that, mm-hmm. um, there's a young guy that's going to do afternoons down here, mm-hmm. and uh, he must have had some sort of intern gig for uh, one Mister Gary Meyer at <laughs> one point. Okay, because he's going to call in on Monday. For this first kid, this kid's first shift. Okay. Oh, so, Gary's going to. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Which I thought was pretty cool. No, that's kind of cool. So throw a ball. Um, it's kind of cool. Yeah, that's that's what I have. Uh, my as big far thing is media stuff. Um, on YouTube. And let me make sure I get the gentleman's name right because I don't I don't know how I got down this rabbit hole. I really don't. Yeah, it's, his name is Barry Harris. Oh. He's a Barry ja- he's a jazz. Harris. That's right. He's a jazz pianist. Okay. And there's several 
videos, long videos on YouTube of him um, playing jazz. Some sort of no, uh, some sort of um, master class kind of thing. Okay, where he's um, sitting in with students and stuff like that, and explaining music theory, jazz music theory to them. And it is the most. If you know anything about music theory, it's the weirdest thing to watch. It makes, but it makes perfect sense. Like if you understand the basics, it's like, mm. oh, okay, all right, okay, right. And he uses a ton of jazz terminology in it. Okay, but it's a great listen. Like he's he's got it. I mean, he's still alive. He's in his late eighties. He played in the sixties with you know all the big jazz guys back then. Um. He explains Giant Steps, which is one of the most difficult jazz songs to play ever recorded, right? John Coltrane. Yeah. And there's a whole video on YouTube about it. Um, If you search Vox Earworm is the channel. It's it's an offshoot of Vox um, called Earworm, and they do music stuff. And one of the first jazz ones they did was on Giant Steps and talks about how they bounce around the circle of fifths. Like Coltrane plays two chords from this key and then switches to this key for two chords, then switches to this key for two chords and then switch, you know, it's like wow. this continuous, they explained it like an Escher painting mm. where, see that. you know I mean? Like that's how it worked. Yeah. And they come to the piano solo and everything is going by him. The pianist, it wasn't Barry Harris it was somebody else, but the chord changes and the key changes are going by him so fast. He can't even solo over it. <laughs> like he's trying like he, uh-huh. Legit, you can hear him trying to solo over it, but he can't. And then like 16 bars later, when John Coltrane jumps in with the sax, Coltrane takes it and goes to 12, from from like 3 to like 12. And Coltrane is, because he's he wrote it. I mean, clearly he knows what's coming. So, yeah. Um, but Barry Harris is explaining giant steps to the master class, and he's like, I mean, there he's like there are people that can just sit there regurgitate it, but it's like that doesn't do tribute to the music if you sit there and just regurgitate it. Well, you really have to understand it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, and he it's it, it's an incredible watch. And there's like, like I said, there's like forty, thirty to forty five minute videos, several of them. That I, I'm not Mister Music Theory at all, but you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I like that. Okay, I get it. I get it. And then he talks about like tempo and and. His, one of his big things is coming in on the and, like one and when you're doing eighth notes. Uh-huh. He explains jazz is all written in eighth notes. Like there's quarter notes aren't a thing in jazz, really. It's all eighth notes. And he says more people need to come in on the and. Like because an eighth note is one and two and three and four. Mm-hmm. It's an eighth note, right? So he's saying like right. more people need to come in on the and, like one and then come in to make it more jazzy, <laughs> I guess. Whatever, but it, it's, it's an interesting watch. I recommend everybody go do it. Uh, the guy's name again. So Bear, nobody raised Bear. their hand and said, why don't you just play the right <laughs> notes? <laughs> there are no right notes, though. Unless, exactly. As long as you're in the right key, that's really all that See? matters. You can, if you want to play the first note of the, of the key or the sixth note, who cares? Yeah. yeah. You make a mistake. Oh, I'm playing jazz. Right. I didn't make a mistake. I was trying to jazz improvise over the top of it. You would have known that if you were smart. That's right. If you were a jazz guy, you would have known that. Dumbass. (laughs) 
I'm glad we can laugh at the end of this podcast, considering how it started. Oh, because it started it did. not great. It did not. It was bad. Clock on the wall, Jason. And, um, oh, go ahead, sorry. Hackers just mom. keep winning. They do. Clock on the wall. Uh, we want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of It's That Podcast. It's episode 83, Javon Wims, for you right there. Uh, you can find 83. us on Facebook, www.facebook.com. It's that pod. You can find us on Twitter. I am at Triple Lindy's. Jason is at J the letter. Meh. Sleet Shirley. Uh, you can email us, joe at it's that podcast.com or jason at it's that podcast.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and now Alexa. Just by saying, hey, Alexa, play us that podcast through the playing app. Rate, review, and subscribe. And next week we may have uh, details on podcast two. Yeah. Of the network. We'll see if we can get some details ironed out, but uh, like when we're going to do it. <laughs> and when Bruce Pritchard calls you back. That's correct. When uh, Conrad Thompson calls me back. And uh, Coach will be happy because he doesn't have to listen to it. <laughs> Tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel. That's right. And we want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of It's That Podcast. Fuck the bangers. Fuck the bangers.